the service of prayer and preaching for the second Sunday after the Epiphany, January 17th, 2021. The opening hymn is LSB 845, where charity and love prevail. Follow the service of prayer and preaching found in LSB, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth, your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, 
and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. A reading from Exodus, the 33rd chapter. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider too that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us, so that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, This very thing that you have spoken I will do. For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for man shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, where you shall stand on the rock, and while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock, 
and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The introit is verses from Psalm 66. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds toward the children of man. Blessed be God, because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Reading from Romans 12. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be conceited. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And a reading from John, the second chapter. On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding feast with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. 
Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone who serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Canaan Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the common responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today in the church we have installation of officers at Emmanuel. The three verses before our text from Romans sets our context. Paul says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Our epistle text speaks more to the conduct and life of a Christian, what is known as sanctification. When you get to Romans 12, Paul has written extensively on the gospel. 
He has proclaimed the realities of the baptismal life and the necessity of faith. Preaching on this section of Romans makes some Lutheran ears uncomfortable. It can easily be taken out of context, focus on you, and ignore the realities of Christ. It's a text that lends itself to preaching about you, not about Christ and Him crucified. But this text is on the second Sunday of Epiphany and paired with a beautiful gospel text. Jesus goes to a wedding at Cana. While there, he is told by his mother that the host has run out of wine. Jesus inquires what this has to do with him and then goes on to act in love. Just what is the work of Jesus? What is the point of his miracles? They were signs that demonstrated Jesus is God in the flesh. This is the reality in which we live. No one is to think of himself more highly than he ought. We have one head, Jesus, and he came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. We have different functions. We have different places, different vocations, different stations in life given to us by God. And he gives us the gifts to use these lives in faith towards God and love towards our neighbors. Jesus was to die. He was appointed to give his life to pay for our sins. Last week we were reminded of his humility in being baptized into our sin so that we could be baptized into his life. At the wedding at Cana, we are given not only a sign by which we know Jesus is God, we are also given an example of how the body of Christ lives in love. To those in Christ, baptized in his name and possessing saving faith, Paul says, Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Now these words are directed at the governance of the church. The words spoken are to correctly expound scripture and to be only for the building up of faith. In whatever office one serves in the church, they are to attend the office with all diligence as though Christ was doing it himself. To all in the church, Paul says, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly, and never be wise in your own sight. Looking through this list, it becomes clear that actions start with will. To love genuinely is not just a feeling. Love is one of the most abused words in our modern-day language. It gets used to support all kinds of self-indulgence and perversions. But love is only of two kinds. There is true, genuine love, which is only defined by God, and there is false, hypocritical love. To love God is to cling to his word and to his commandments. To not love God is to cling to self, or the world, or anything that's not God. False love is used as a mask. It's an act to attempt to show yourself as someone you are not. 
The false love purported by the world is centered on a feeling. Science defines our feelings are largely due to chemical responses in the body. Pain, pleasure, anger, sadness, and more are due to a complex network of hormones and chemicals. When we speak of Jesus' love for us, is this what we mean? Did Jesus' love for us come from hormones and chemicals? Was his love for us simply raw emotion? While he was human and these processes worked in his body, his love was more than feeling. His love was action. We are told by the world over and over to love our own bodies. How much more important that Jesus, as the head of his church, his body, loved you with such a deep and unfettering love that he was not wise in his own sight. He associated with the lowly. He was crucified with criminals. He died for sinners. He died to rescue you from death. You know the words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Being saved in Christ changes your will. Faith is not just a head thing centered only on thoughts or knowledge or intellectual prowess. Faith is not just a heart thing focused on fleeting and momentary feelings. Faith is an entire life thing. Body and soul are involved. As the dead, sinful heart is regenerated in Christ, the body lives and moves and has its being in Christ. In this new life with the soul having peace that only Christ can give and not as the world gives, we live. This is where things get messy. We are to abhor what is evil and to hold fast to what is good. We often speak of the devil or evil in abstract terms, but we never experience him in that way. We hear evil words. We live in evil circumstances. We watch evil deeds. What then do we do? Paul says to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are family. We may fight and we may disagree at times, but that is all inside the family in the context of brotherly love. In Christ, we actually love one another. And if the world attacks or threatens, we step up and stand in the gap and support one another. As family, we want to see each other succeed. We live in the Ten Commandments, not for our own good, but for the good of our neighbor. Where the world says, me first, we respond, you first. In all we do, we serve the Lord. We live our vocations for our neighbor to the glory of God. We use what God gave us in the light of our faith. We do whatever we can, whatever the Lord lays before us to do, and present our bodies and our lives as living sacrifices. We're not saved by these works. We do these works because we are already saved. Jesus' mother got it right. She told the servants to listen to Jesus. Look at him. Simply do whatever he says. Even if it makes no sense to our feeble minds, look at his great wisdom. He knows what he is doing. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you never know who's watching. You may never be fully aware of just how God is working for others through you. When you rejoice in hope, others see it. If you believe in death and hell and genuinely believe that you have been rescued from it for everlasting life and glory, rejoicing in Christ is all we can do. Even in the midst of darkness, sin and death in this world. We all expect to fall asleep, that is to suffer death of the body. Until that time is granted to us by God himself, we live here. He has placed you here. He has baptized you for this moment, for this day, for this time. 
He gives you what you need and who you need to endure. You never suffer alone. The newly elected officers at Emmanuel will soon be installed and to serve the members of Emmanuel in different ways using their unique talents and gifts. As we serve together, may we do so in love, true and genuine love, love that confronts the sinner with the truth and calls to repentance, love that shows the sinner where his sins are washed away and he is reconciled to God, love centered on Christ without hypocrisy, hating evil, directing sinners to the one thing needed for all people everywhere. Jesus. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 402, The Only Son from Heaven. And 
Jesus, we adore you. O bride of angel host, before you mortals lowly, cry holy, holy, holy. O blessed Trinity, Continue with prayer on page 265. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather, and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty and everlasting God, who governs all things in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the prayers of your people and grant us your peace through all our days. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them that by the patience and comfort of your holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death has no more dominion over him. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia, alleluia. 
Christ dies to sin once for all. Living, he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. Our final hymn is LSB 853, How Clear is Our Vocation, Lord. Oh, 